What is up, you guys? My name is Josh, also known as Harry Tornado, and you are listening, I was about to say watching, you're listening to Triple Thrift Podcast. I'm here with my best two friends in the entire world, Drew, also known as Profit Monsters, and Joey Badaving22, also known as just regular old Joey. And uh, this podcast is all about reselling on YouTube. We're all resellers and we're all YouTubers, and we just thought we'd get together once a week and give you guys kind of a, I guess, behind-the-scenes look at our lives and just talk about things that are going on in our business and sometimes it's technically even our behind business. the scenes listen but that yeah yeah technically. <laughs> it's it's so hard because we're all youtubers and then the podcast is only audio but then last week we did a video version of the podcast and it just gets so so confusing uh so anyway guys it was it was christmas yesterday today's the day after christmas uh so joey Take it away, man. How was your Christmas? What's going on in your life? How's it going? Miss you so, so much. I miss you guys. Um, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, I didn't get to say Merry Christmas to anyone. I was act- I'm actually sick. I don't know if you could hear it like through the the mic here, but I'm I just have like a little cold. No COVID. I'm not sick. Like really, really sick, but just like a congestion thing. Um, but it went really good. Destiny got me a scooter that I was asking for. I didn't think she was gonna get it, so like. I had she came f- through. She came through. I swear. I had five presents under the Christmas tree, and they were small. So I was like, "I'm not getting the scooter." Like, I was kind of sad. And then, um, and then I opened up all five, and I was like, "Okay, like I love all my presents. Like they're awesome." And then she's like, "All right, go, go, go away." And I was like, "What do you mean, go away?" And <laughs> I was like, "All right." So I went away, and I come back, and there's a big box by the tree. I'm like, no way. So I got the scooter. <laughs> um, got the scooter and um, I only read it, rode it for like 10 minutes. And then I had to put it away because we had to go to our family's house and stuff. So I need to ride it. I'm off tomorrow. So I'm going to ride it all day. <laughs> Sounds fun. You're going to make a video thrifting on it. Yeah. Oh, of course. I don't think you can carry much stuff on it, though. Does it have a little basket or something? No, it's just like scooter, <laughs> just just a scooter. Drew, how was your uh, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was good. Uh, Danny and I decided to just focus on the kids this year, and so we really didn't get each other much. We got like a couple things that was like the shed was really our Christmas present to each other because it got it gave my wife space back in our house because I was storing stuff in our living room, and then it gave me you know, not having to go to the, sh- the storage unit. So like the shed was kind of our Christmas present for each other. Um, and we just focused on getting stuff for the kids. And be- between me being sick when I had COVID and then my kids are both kind of under the weather right now, they both have little colds, like runny noses and stuff. We've just been relaxing at home, resting, watching movies, hanging out. You know, um, we did a little bonfire tonight. So uh, but yeah, it was really good, and uh, just thankful for for friends and family. So, yeah. How's your uh, How's your shed coming along? I saw your video where you were like putting stuff in it, uh, but it it just seemed like when I to be honest, when I first saw your shed, I was like, man, that is going to be because I know how like how big your storage unit was and how packed it was, and I was trying to like do the math in my head. I'm not like a, a you know a contractor or anything. I was like, that's going to be a, a tough fit, but it looks like you're getting everything in there nice and tight. Yeah, it's it's um coming along really good. I kind of went with the um like the 
I guess you could say like the Lonnie method. I guess I said it in the video, but I put some yeah. shelving like in the middle. So then I had like aisles to walk down, I guess, because just doing it up against the walls on both sides wouldn't have been enough because uh, I do have some random stuff here and there. Um, but pretty much everything from my office, like um, obviously it's an audio, so you guys can't see as we're talking, but my office used to be stacked high with bins of clothing. And now my office is completely empty because all that stuff has moved into the shed. So like between my storage unit, my office, and what was in my living room, it all fits into the shed. And there's still like an 8 by 12 space in the front of the shed that I plan on turning into either an office or like a listing area um, so that I can be in the shed like late at night and do YouTube videos or lives or do listings and stuff like that um, where I don't have to be as quiet uh, as I have to be when the kids are sleeping late at night because my office is right next to the room. So shed's coming along really good, waiting for the electrician to come out and finish installing the wiring, and then um, I got to get it insulated. So that's the next step. That's awesome. How that's about so you? Cool. How was your Christmas, Josh? Uh, it was good. It was good. We uh, went to my family's last weekend, and then this weekend we went to my mother-in-law's house, and then uh, my my wife's grandma's house the day of Christmas. And uh, it, was, it was just fun, man. Good time with family. Um, I, I love gift giving. Like giving gifts is my is my love language. And we were able to kind of spoil a lot of people this year. So it was really fun watching everybody open presents. Like I, uh, I actually, my brother-in-law wanted an Xbox Series S, like the, the, I guess the digital version, like the $300 one, but it was still sold out. So I found one of my scummy reseller friends that was scalping Xboxes and he had the, he had both. Uh, but he was actually, he, uh, he also collects like, uh, sports cards and Pokemon cards and stuff. And this was after he told me he had the Xbox after I had opened up all my Pokemon cards. So I was like, all right, well, let's, let's work out a trade here. I've got some, you know, I got some Pikachu cards that are worth, you know, two, 300 bucks ungraded, you know, let's see what, what deal we can work out. And, um, I'm pretty confident none of my family's listening to this podcast. So I traded the two rainbow Pikachus and the two fat Pikachus and like four other decent cards, like the Nessa full art. Um, I don't know. It was probably like $600 worth of Pokemon cards plus $200 for the Xbox series X. Um, as is, I felt like it was a pretty good deal. You know, he got a good deal on ungraded cards. He was still going to like have to send them in and, uh, you know, pay for the grading fee and everything. And I got an Xbox series X for my brother-in-law. So that's awesome. Pretty cool. Sweet, I dude. Was a good yeah, I. Uh, who is? I don't know. One people, second. Who Who is the scummy reseller friend? Uh, it's just this guy. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, oh, it's this guy he, local he made, to me. Okay, Reezy made a video that was like scalpers giving away PS fives or something like that. <laughs> so I just assumed yeah. that it was him. Yeah, my, uh, Mike Reezy. He. He, he probably felt bad. He's like, listen, I've, I've scalped like 1500 PS fives. I need to get, I need to give at least one away to, <laughs> to negate. No, I'm just kidding. Mike's a really cool guy. I've just recently started talking to him kind of behind the scenes and uh, he's a, he's a really cool dude, but he has flipped a lot of PS fives for sure. But, but that was cool. There's so many people that are giving away consoles and stuff now and they all kind of, anytime I see him, I just think about Caleb, the um, Phoenix resale. Cause he was, you know, he was the, the first one to really do it. Uh, and now people, I'm just like, it's cool that you want to give stuff away, but I feel like you're just trying to jump on the trend here, but yeah. that's what all YouTubers do. So I can't blame them. Yeah. 
So um, how let's let's go into a little bit of reselling stuff. How has everybody's sales been for the past week? You know, with Christmas and stuff, because obviously, as we talked about last week, with how crazy the post office has been and delayed shipments, and people are angry and stuff isn't arriving. Um, you know, how are you guys doing with sales? And uh, how have you been doing with? Have you been having any more issues with delayed shipments? Um, me personally, I, I don't really sell as, as much as like, as you guys probably would, but, um, I, I'd sell like one thing a day, but, um, I haven't had any troubles with any of my packages, which I'm kind of really happy about, but I've only like That's shipped great. out in December, probably about like 30 or 40 items. So I haven't had anyone say anything, which I'm very, very happy about. Um, cause I don't want to have to refund anybody and not get paid for it or something like that. Um, yeah, that's great. So yeah, sales have been really good. I I just sold this glass, um, this this um, opalescent glass. It's like a kind of like a little vase. Oh, I, I put it on my face. You put it on Instagram. Yeah, I put it on my Instagram. I, I bought it for like two bucks at Goodwill. I sold it for fifty nine ninety nine. Um, I I don't know anything about stuff like that. But the niche lady, I was on her live. Shout out to you. Um, she was like helping me out like what the keywords for it because i just i had no idea what this is but it just looks so cool i picked it up at goodwill um so yeah that was a great sale for me and then i sold these uh billiard like or these like pool balls and um this buyer i put this on my instagram too the buyer bought it you know he sent me an offer it was a pretty good offer i had it up for like 80 bucks offered me 65 i was like i only got it for three dollars so i i accepted it and the guy's like hey um these aren't these aren't vintage and they look a little discolored discolored and i want to re or like a just cancel it and i was like are you sure like these are vintage they're pretty rare and i don't mm-hmm. see any of these online and they're definitely not discolored it's the way they are if you look at it because they don't look like any other pool ball that i've seen on on uh, ebay yeah. so um i put rare on there because they are pretty rare and um yeah i just had to cancel that so i was kind of sad <laughs> So he didn't. So you didn't ship it to him yet. No, he bought it on Christmas. It was yesterday on Christmas, and um, I was so excited. I was like, "Yes, I sold these. I bought them for three dollars. Like, can't wait to ship these out." And then, like an hour later, he must have been drinking too much eggnog or something, and had to refund it. So (laughs) that carried away. Yeah, I've had this one item, um, and I actually posted on my Instagram in a competition. Uh, for vintage toys it's a back to the future slot car set and i bought it at a garage sale for five dollars and i have it list i had it listed for like 125 and i've slowly brought it down to about 100 i'd say i've had it for at least eight months probably more um and i the reason that i'm having issues with it is because it doesn't have the original two cars it's just the track, the controllers, and the box. So you can find the cars on eBay or someone who has the cars that needs the original box and stuff. You know, that's why I bought it because it was so cheap. I have sold that item literally four or five times. And every time I sell it, I message the buyer and say, hey, I want to make sure you read the description. In my title, it says, please read cars not included in the title no no slot cars and then in the description it's in all caps the first thing you read in the description and so i've sold it five times and every time i message the buyer and say hey want to make sure you understand the cars are not included 
they ask to cancel the order. And you're a full-time reseller, you know, good and well buyers never read the title or description of the <laughs> items that they buy, which is, which is why I message them every single time I sell that item, because I've had multiple full price sales on that item. And I'm like, Hey, listen, did you read this? Because this is why I'm selling it at a good price. This is why a hundred dollars yeah. is a good price for this. Cause with the cars in the box, it sells for like 200. So, well, there's, there's another thing, like how much are the cars on eBay? Cause what if you just bought the cars to complete the set? It's been so long since I've looked. Um, it's a, it's a DeLorean and then it's something else. I don't even remember what the other car is, but at this point I'm probably better off buying the cars and then instead of trying to sell it. But like someone made me an offer today for $50, I had it listed for a hundred. I just declined it because I knew they didn't read the ad with that low of an offer. <laughs> And then they sent me a $70. Well, here's the thing. They sent me a $70. <laughs> what if they're like, oh, that's perfect. I have the two cars. That all I need is the, and you just canceled it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how I know because I'm a full-time reseller. They, after I declined it, they sent me another offer for $70. And then 10 minutes later, they retracted their offer. Okay. So okay. they sent me an offer going, like I would have accepted a $75 offer at this point. But then they retracted their offer. I'm like, there you go. You read the description, buddy. <laughs> so, oh, man. You know, yeah, at, I, least I, only been, at least it's only been one cancellation, Joey. I've had that same item canceled so many times. It's not even funny. That's wild. So I think I had that happen on a pair of shoes. I was trying to sell one shoe because every time I'm at like the Goodwill bins and I find a really good shoe at, and I passed on it, people would comment on the video saying, oh, you can sell one shoe on eBay. Like there's people that only need one. I'm like, yeah, there are, but how many people only need one shoe want this specific shoe in this size, you know? And I, I it was like a, a pair a white vans, like just regular van shoe, but it was like new with tags. Uh, and it was just one. And I think I sold that three or four times and it kept, you know, getting canceled or returned. Oh, you, you sold it to a viewer, didn't you? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I, I made a video about it and then I like signed it and yeah. like decorated it and then sold it to a viewer for like five <laughs> bucks just to get rid of it. Cause I got so tired of like dealing with the returns and, and cancellations and questions. And it, it's, it's true. Like no matter how many times you put it in the title or the description, people just don't read it. Man. You it's crazy. You, and you know this, what you should do, Drew? You what? should, you should have take retake the picture and then, um, what you can do is go on like an editor, like an editing like platform and put like that, the words yeah. on the picture, like in um, the main yeah. picture. Yeah. It's see if that works. Idea. Just see if that works but, because why not, you know? Yeah. So I actually really like this topic just because of the fact that you guys only sell on eBay, but I also sell on Poshmark, Mercari, Depop, and other platforms. And this is exactly one of the reasons why I love selling on Poshmark. Because when somebody buys something on Poshmark, there is an absolute no return policy on Poshmark for item not as described, or um, I don't like it, or, you know, doesn't fit on Poshmark that and, and this is one of the reasons why I love to argue, not argue, I like to debate when people say that, um, you know, Poshmark's fees are too high at 20%. One of the reasons I absolutely love debating this topic is because when you actually understand what you get with Poshmark, and the features and the seller protection, it so outweighs the costs that you pay, plus the buyer always pays shipping, and plus the platform is really easy to list on. There's a lot to go into 
And since you guys aren't Poshmark sellers, I won't go into it, you know, in too detail. But, you know, when you sell a pair of shoes on Poshmark, somebody can't say they aren't green enough and you advertise them as green. They're more blue. Poshmark will say, mm-hmm. sorry, you should have looked at the pictures better, buddy. You know, or if somebody says they ordered a 10 and they don't fit, Poshmark won't accept that return. They Poshmark says you need to know your shoe size. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's one reason why I really love Poshmark. And they just make the platform so simple for for sellers that the 20% is well worth it, especially if you're on eBay. You know, you have eBay is let's just call it 13%. It's a little lower than that. But for most sellers, let's just call it an average of 13%. Then you have promoted listings. You have if you offer free shipping, you know, you take that out of your your sale. And then you have um, promotions. You can run store promotions. So, you know, a $100 item on Poshmark, you sell it on Poshmark for $100 you get 80 bucks, then you minus out your cost of goods. If you have something on eBay for 100 bucks, you have 13%, so then that's $87. And then if you were on promoted listings at 1%, you know, that's another uh, $1. And then you have, if you were running a promotion on your store, you know, let's say you were running a 10% off sale, minus another 10 bucks. And then if you had free shipping on it for a pair of shoes, minus out that cost, you're paying more than 20% that Poshmark charges. You know, but but most resellers don't realize that because they don't do all the math. They just think, oh, I paid 13% fees on eBay and I offered free shipping. So, anywho, shout out Poshmark. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Poshmark is especially good for shoes. Like, I I don't know. I know I can put my store on eBay in, like, categories, which is something I really should do. I need to hire a VA to, like, go through my eBay store and just categorize everything. Um, just to make it easier for people to shop. Because I went on Renzi's Poshmark and I was just looking at their shoes to see if I could find a pair to buy. And it's really easy. You go in there and you can search men's shoes that they have and in your size and everything's really organized. It's really easy to bundle because, I mean, they can ship up to three or four pairs of shoes for, what, five bucks? Or like the buyer well, would pay five bucks for shipping? The buyer pays The buyer pays like $7.91, I think, or $7.98 for shipping up to five of, anything pounds, up, of anything up to five pounds. So, you know, you could buy a pair of shoes on Poshmark for basically $8 shipping. And on eBay, if you were offering calculated shipping, if you were across the country, it'd be between $14 to $20 for that one pair of shoes. Yeah, the the minimum it would be is is eight, no matter where it's going, pretty much. Correct. So, and it's typically more than that on eBay. So Poshmark does have a great deal for, now, if you're buying a t-shirt, Poshmark sucks because you're paying eight dollars for one t-shirt whereas on ebay it'd be yeah. first class let's say you pay four or five bucks you know but well, at the end think, of the day, go ahead do you, do you think that because buyers on poshmark know that they have to pay that eight dollar shipping that makes them more likely to find something else in your store to add to the package just to feel like they're getting a better deal absolutely and that's why poshmark has the bundle uh, the bundle option or the bundle button i guess you could say so people can add items to their bundle and then you can offer them a discount for multiple items or a discounted shipping rate for multiple items. And then you just pay that difference in shipping. So, you know, for example, if I'm selling a t-shirt, it's really weird because I do sell a lot of shirts um, on Poshmark. And it surprises me that somebody would buy a $12 shirt from my Poshmark closet. Like I'm well, talking old clothing. Isn't Poshmark like, like clothing items anyways? It's mostly clothing and shoes, but they do have a spot for hard goods and um, like they've opened it up to household goods and other things too, like linens, pillows, um, 
home like a home goods I think place where like can... push that though like i've seen some people sell like you know cell phones and you know i think somebody we were talking about in a video before about otterbox being Vero on ebay and he's like well i sell my stuff on poshmark i'm like i don't, I don't know if it's allowed there either you know but so you put it in the home goods section it's not really like appropriate but it's not really frowned upon either because poshmark in that sense, from my understanding, doesn't really care because they're still getting paid. But they don't have like a toy or video game section. But the bundle option is great for Poshmark. But it still surprises me how many shirts I sell. You know, when I first started going to the bins, I would get like 10, you know, or I'd get shirts for 50 cents at the bins. And then I'd sell them for like 12 to $15. You know, now I don't yeah. buy stuff like that. My my average sale price is way skyrocketed since I started doing that because I stopped picking up $15 shirts, but still I sell a $15 shirt on Poshmark and someone's paying $8 to ship one shirt. They're really spending $22 on a single t-shirt. Like that's crazy yeah. to me. Now I can understand if it was like a $50 shirt or a $100 shirt, like eight bucks. Okay. Not bad. But when you're making a low ball offer on a $12 shirt, I mean, I could never justify spending $8 on shipping. So yeah, I thought it was like a $5 flat ship rate. It's like a flat $7.90 something cents. I can look it up and tell yeah. you what it is, but it's somewhere between $7.90 and $8 flat. Every shipping, like every every item. You could it's buy a pair of, You could buy a pair of a pair of steel-toed boots for 5 that are 5 pounds and it'll cost $8 or you could buy one support your friends t-shirt that weighs 6 ounces and it'll still cost you the same amount of money. So how does shipping go for you? Do do you just like print a label? Like you don't have to like measure it or anything or Correct. So when you when you sell an item on Poshmark, they send a shipping label to your email and you you open it up and you I print it directly to my Rolo and that's it. I don't And you can I, don't I, don't, do I, don't, I didn't know this was going to turn into like a whole Poshmark thing, but a couple things that I think is cool about Poshmark is that you can use any priority box, even like flat rate or um, you know the the a large well, flat rate box. You can, you can use up to a large flat rate, a medium flat rate box. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not, I don't, don't quote me on the large flat rate. I don't think you can use large flat rate with Poshmark's shipping option. You can use medium though, for sure. Okay. But any That's priority cool, box or any priority package, padded flat rate, priority mailer, um, shoe box, 1092, 1095 large mailing box which is so weird because a large mailing box is bigger than a large flat rate box and yeah. you can use a large mailing box for poshmark but you can't use a large flat rate that's crazy so, that's cool like I, josh I, have you thought about like 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 opening your horizons yeah like horizon like i i have a poshmark account and i've listed like three things i just didn't like the sharing drew i'm, I'm assuming that you have a va that shares your stuff Correct. So I have a virtual assistant. For those of you who don't know what a VA is, uh, stands for virtual assistant. Um, I pay a virtual assistant. Um, I believe it's a hundred dollars. It's ninety or a hundred dollars a month. So it averages out to about three dollars a day. Is what it comes out to three between three and four dollars a day. And they share my closet. Uh, it's like you get. It's been so long since I've even looked at it, but it's either 3,000 or 5,000 individual shares. Don't ask me how they do it or how they make money 
because they claim they're not botting, which botting is illegal on Poshmark. You can't just use bots to share your stuff. Um, you know, they're very Poshmark is basically trying to become the Instagram of reselling. Like they want you yeah. on their app, they want you engaged, they want you sharing, bundling, you know, you know, um, participating in host picks and all this stuff. And um, but the virtual assistant is well worth it to me. I don't know how they make money. They claim it's a real person, and I see my stuff getting shared daily. And so the way that Poshmark works, and then we can, I guess, move on to a different category for the non-poshers listening. But the way that Poshmark works is when you list something on Poshmark, every time somebody else shares their item that's in the same category, yours gets bumped down in the search. So for example, if you have a Nike dry fit t-shirt, there's probably hundreds of thousands of Nike dry fit t-shirts listed on Poshmark. So people are constantly sharing their closet and then it bumps their Nike dry fit shirt to the top of the search. And then every time someone else shares, it gets pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. So if you don't share your closet consistently and somebody types in Nike dry fit shirt blue and yours is a blue shirt and there's a thousand other ones, yours will always be at the bottom of the search and most likely to never be seen by a buyer. And so when you share it, it bumps it up to the top. And even though there are other people sharing, it'll at least keep it somewhat active in the search. So... You know, that's why if you have a lot of items or if you're selling basic items, you know, like if you just type in shirt in your listing and that's all it says, someone's never going to find your item. That's why keywords with eBay and Poshmark and Mercari and all these stores are so important to say vintage 1996 World Series New York Yankees sweatshirt, you know, or whatever, you know, World Series championship sweatshirt, because the more detailed that you can be in your item title the easier it's going to be for someone to find your item. If you just put in vintage shirt or Yankees sweater, there are so many Yankees sweaters on there, but somebody who knows that the Yankees won the World Series in 1996 and they were at the game or they were watching it on TV, you know, or, you know, they're looking for something like that. It's going to be a little more specific. And that's typically how I sell most of my clothing items is by, you know, people searching something directly, not just typing in Nike shoes, you know, cause there's millions of Nike shoes on Poshmark and eBay. So that is really important. It's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just getting into a new platform is, is tough. And I, I think the transition from eBay to Poshmark would be a lot easier than the, than the transition from Poshmark to eBay. Um, but it's, I don't know, it just seems like eBay is working for me, you know, in terms of like my business, the numbers that I want, Joey, I don't know how you feel, but, um, I'm sure that cross posting to multiple platforms like you would help us get to your level of being a reseller. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of work for, um, to, it's, to get rolling. It's definitely, definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. And, and I'll give you a perfect example is today I shared on my Instagram, I've made sales on, on five platforms today. I've sold. I sold made I've made like four sales on four or five sales on eBay today, two sales on Mercari, three sales on Poshmark, one sale on Depop, and one Facebook Marketplace sale or one Facebook Marketplace deal that I'm still working on with the buyer. They haven't f- purchased it yet, but they said they're going to buy it. So yeah. you know, but when I I mean when you look at my sales, like the sales that I made on Mercari, I sold two items. One was a pair of Nike Air Max 97s for 170 dollars. 
and then one was a pair of Brooks running shoes for 40 So within two sales on Mercari, it's $210 that you're not going to see on my eBay 90-day total. You know, yeah. So that's why one reason why I don't really share my numbers because you know, you could look at my eBay 90 day total and be like, wow, Drew does a lot of work for, you know, X amount of dollars, you know, but what you don't see is all the other sales that I'm making across other platforms as well. So whereas I may only show that I did $400 in sales on eBay today, I pretty much did like $700 in sales across all platforms, but you're not going to see that because, you know, or at least if you looked at my 90 day total, you wouldn't see that. So, you know, that's why I like cross posting and because I think there's different buyers on different platforms. I sell a lot of video games on Mercari and Facebook Marketplace. I don't know why. I don't sell anywhere near as many video games on eBay. They just sell so fast on Mercari. And if you're considering cross-posting to anybody listening, and to you guys, Josh and Joey, I would encourage you to start with Mercari over Poshmark, because you can list anything on Mercari. The fees are cheaper, and you don't have to constantly share your items. So it's a much more user-friendly platform for reselling if you want to broaden your horizon. And I would say both of you guys, once you start posting up a couple items and you see one or two sales, you're going to like get that itch to want to list more. You know, I have this guy that follows me on Instagram. His name is uh, Adam uh, flea market power lifter. Shout out him. If he's listening, he saw me post how much video games I was selling on my Instagram story on Mercari and sports cards. I sold a bunch of Pokemon cards on Mercari within minutes of listing them full price sales on Mercari within minutes. And um, so he decided to start listing baseball cards and basketball cards. And he started selling more on Mercari than he was on eBay. And so you just never know. I think it also has a lot to do with where you put your time. Like if I spend two hours a day cross posting to Mercari and 10 minutes a day, listen to stuff on eBay. And of course I'm going to have more sales on Mercari than eBay. Like it's just naturally. Um, so I mean, so Drew, with a person like you yourself that lists and, and cross posts on every platform, do you see like based on the time that you put into listing on each platform versus the sales that come off that platform, do you see one platform outperforming others, like with a direct time to work to profit correlation, I guess? Uh, I would say yes. And the reason for that is because I don't put everything on every platform. So I've slowly narrowed down what I feel like is most popular and best selling for me on each platform. So for example, guys, everything I buy goes on eBay. And then from there I cross post. So Poshmark gets clothing and shoes. And then Mercari gets video games, Pokemon cards, um, sports cards, some sports cards. I don't list a lot of sports cards. I'm sorry? Do you do hard goods on Mercari? Some. Like when I was selling bread makers... Um, and items like that, I was listing those on Mercari and they were selling pretty consistently, but right now it's pretty much video games, Pokemon cards, and shoes are the three main things that I focus on Mercari. And so how I do it is let's say I'm listing a pair of Nike shoes. They go on eBay, then they go on Poshmark, then they go on Mercari. If I'm listing a vintage t-shirt, it goes on eBay. Clothing always goes on Poshmark and then it goes on Depop because I put all my vintage clothing on Depop. So... If I'm selling, if I'm selling video game console, like a Nintendo 64, it goes on eBay and then it goes on Mercari and then it goes on Facebook marketplace. So as far as the time correlation, I would say yes, because not every single item I pick up goes on every single platform. And literally once you list it on eBay, you just copy and paste the description into the other listings. And it takes me less than 20 seconds to do another, a cross post on the Mercari. 
It's so really? simple. It's so simple. Really? So like, I guess it's just practice and time that you've, that you've done it just like a million times that it just comes naturally. Like, you know, well, once you do the eBay listing, you just go into the item description, like, um, selling a, a Nintendo 64 condition is pre-owned. Very good. You know, has been tested and working. And then you copy and paste that and you put it in the description of the Mercari listing. And then you just put title brand, um, and price. That's pretty much it on Mercari. So there's no it's like title. item, there's no like item specifications like on eBay where like you, there's like a million different things, like the color no. of it, the on, height, the size, the everything, you know, like no. there's nothing like that. I'll, I'll, what does this smell I'll, like? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what Mercari's requirements are right now. So I'll go into an item and edit and you have title, description, category, brand, condition, color, and then sh and then price. That's it. And you don't even have to do, um, you know, like, so categories, video games, and electronics, brand, Nintendo, condition, good, color, black, and then you put in the price. And then you put list. Like, that's, and you, up you up to upload your pictures. It's just so simple. Um, it, you know, and people who are not afraid to branch out, but just haven't branched out yet. It's so much simpler than you think. Um, that if you have any questions and you're listening and you want to cross post, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and I'll help you walk through it. It's, it's a lot easier than you think. And it's very fruitful. It's very fruitful. Like I sold a pair of Hoka's on Poshmark today for $90 that I've had listed on eBay and Mercari for, for months. So you just yeah. have buyers on every platform. That might be an interesting video too. Like to take 10 items, like, uh, you know, a video game, a Wii bundle, or, you know, just 10 items for a video and cross like post them on everything like Mercari, Facebook, eBay, Poshmark, you know, uh, if you can and make a video showing like list them all for the exact same price uh, and just see which one sells faster. You can talk about if you promoted it, if you didn't promote it, if you, how many times it was shared or whatever. Uh, that might be pretty interesting for people to take a look at. Yeah. See, like Destiny, my girlfriend, she she cross lists to Mercari. And I, I don't even do it. So like shout out to her, but she makes a couple sales here and there. And I think it's really cool to cross list. And I'm, I'm really probably after this uh, podcast here, I'm probably going to go sign up for Mercari and uh, probably start cross listing. We motivated Joey. Let's or go. We, Let's go. Baby. It's time to make some money, man. Yeah, I wanna... the, app is, the app is free. And at the end of the day, like, what have you got to lose? If you're wondering why you're, if you're on eBay and you're wondering why, like, man, I haven't been making a lot of sales. You know, maybe I should run a store promotion or maybe I need to go thrifting again. Like, no, maybe you just need to try, try, uh, try, try. Maybe you just need to go try putting them on another platform. Just upload them to Facebook Marketplace yeah. or, you know, you can get apps like List Perfectly that will cross post for you. I haven't tried it. I tried Sellhound and I absolutely hated it because I had to approve of their listing that they created for me before it lists. And it's just a waste of time, in my opinion. Rally Roots uses Sellhound and they love it. Um, I personally don't yeah, like it. They reached out to me to want to do like a, a sponsorship thing. Um, and I'm at, like, I haven't agreed to it yet, but I, they gave me like some free listings to do. And I, I, I wondered about that because basically my, my knowledge is you just upload photos of your item and they do everything else. And then instead of them like posting it, you do have to go in and approve it. But I, I kind of like that because they do like a suggested price, like their algorithm kind of searches the market for items that are similar to that. And then you know, gives a good suggested price, but I kind of like that I get the final say before it's actually posted for sale. Cause something could go, you know, I could ask them to list a pair of like Jordan ones or something and they, 
something goes wrong and they list them for 20 bucks and they sell instantly where maybe they missed a zero and they should have been listed for 200 or something. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the problem that I have with Sellhound, for example, is from what I've seen and what I tested it myself is that if there's issues, then you have to go back in and edit those. And like in the time that it took for me to edit their listing, I could have just done the listing myself, but that's just the way that I am. So like, it's, it's different for each person, like for you, Josh, because you're making YouTube content and you're, you know, um, focusing more on that. Sellhound could be really good for you because, you know, you just have to upload the pictures and then like you can sit on your couch while your video is uploading or something, you know, or rendering or whatever and make yeah. your adjustments. But for me, like it's just I have my process down so quickly now that I can cross post a pair of shoes or a vintage T-shirt to eBay, Poshmark, Mercari and Depop literally within 60 seconds after I've done the listing on eBay. Yeah. It's so, just so quick. So now maybe with Sellhound or List Perfectly, do they take off listings that you sold? Let's say like you sold it on Macari and now you have to take that off of like eBay or Poshmark or wherever you have like Depop. Um, I think Sellhound is just for eBay, if I'm not mistaken. Sellhound is, not not, a, Sellhound is not a yeah. cross-listing app like List Perfectly is. There's, oh, oh, there's oh. Um, at least not that I'm aware of. Um, yeah, I mean, the only two that I'm aware of are List Perfectly and Vendu. Um, and I think there is a third, but I don't know what it's called. Uh, but the, the problem with them is they do, from what I understand, they do not remove the items from the other stores. You have to manually yeah. go in and do that. And so, you know... That's something that a lot of people don't like about cross-listing, though, is like the Hoka shoes I sold on Poshmark. Now I have to go into eBay and Mercari and remove those shoes to make sure that they don't sell. But, I mean, is that worth, is that extra 15 seconds going into your active listings and typing in Hoka and ending listing worth the $90 that you just sold them for on Poshmark and they wouldn't have sold on eBay? It is to me. So, yeah. Drew, I will say, uh, um, yeah, I've said dozens of times in my videos and live streams and stuff that you're a, a, the best reseller that I know as far as like work and hustle and, and, and profit, the money you make, the stuff you sell, the work you're willing to put in. But I think, I think if you take your work ethic and apply it to selling on Amazon, I, I think you can make thousands and thousands of dollars extra per month. And I know you talked about, yeah, you know, I, I listened to your live stream the other night, um, on, whatever show that was, and you talked about how your Amazon account was like banned or whatever. Um, I, I think, I think it's worth it for you the same way you you're saying it's worth it for people to cross list. I think it's worth it for you to call Amazon and get that account figured out. Um, cause Caleb, uh, Re, uh, Phoenix resale, he sells most of his video games on Amazon and it's, it's shocking. Like the amount of money that items sell for on Amazon versus what they would get on eBay. Like the markets are in, entirely different. Like Wii bundles, I know you're selling a bunch of your Wii bundles right now on Facebook Marketplace for like 90 bucks. Um, you know, if, if the right Wii bundles on, on Amazon in the right condition, you, you do have to be a little bit more particular about condition on Amazon, but they sell just as fast and for sometimes, you know, 50 to $75 more, uh, depending on, on what games, your Guitar Hero controllers that you sell, um, you know, the Rock Band kits, all those like Amazon is just where you get top dollar for that stuff. Um, is there a best so offer? Is there a best offer on Amazon, or is it just yeah, like, no, it's just it's, one I, price? What I like about Amazon is that you don't have to like photograph your item. Like you just have your item, and you like you can choose what condition it is. You always want to be pretty 
uh, I don't know if it's conservative is the word, like you don't want to be like, Oh, this is, I think this is an excellent condition. You always want to like, like downgrade it. Hard. you want to, you want to yeah. under, you want to over deliver yeah. and under, under like Blake Outlock, he, he lists everything as acceptable, which is like the, the lowest one. He's like, just, just in case, you know, I'd, I'd rather somebody buy an acceptable item and get an excellent item than buy a good item and get acceptable, you know? Um, yeah. cause it's really important to have good feedback, but, um, and then Blake's a, a good example. Like he, a couple of years ago when he was focusing more on thrifting, um, he would thrift all day long, you know, like nine to five and just list everything he got on Amazon FBA. And I mean, it's like used, you know, he sold a used toaster. He got a used uh, toaster at a thrift store for like four bucks and sold on Amazon for like 190. And he just like cleaned it up a little bit, listed it acceptable and, and it sold. Uh, so I, I'm just, that's why I'm getting into Amazon more this year. You don't have to photograph your item. You just have to clean and prep it and like grade it. And you just find an item that's already find that item already listed on Amazon. As long as you're ungated for it, you just you can do manu, um, like self fulfilled, merchant fulfilled, where you just list it and it's listed for sale. You know, if it if it sells, you'll get a notification. Then you ship it out like you would on eBay. Um, you don't have to do descriptions. You don't have to do the, the photos. Is the biggest part. Um, I'm probably not going to do self fulfillment. I'm probably going to do everything FBA, which is even better in my opinion because as long as you grade everything appropriately and you know get it sent in it's out of your hand and it's quick I, I sent in some fba last last monday or tuesday and it got processed like wednesday or thursday and now it's all available for sale i haven't sold anything yet but it's not stuff that would sell super quick anyway that's really interesting been, you should I've you should make like i'm sorry <laughs> you should make like like a youtube video about that like i'm sure there's well, youtube videos out there but i just enjoy watching yeah. you so <laughs> Yeah, with Amazon, it's a, like the same with Ashley Hustle at, Home, Hustle at Home Mom. Like she makes probably most of her money on Amazon, but she makes hardly she doesn't make hardly any videos about it because you can't, you know, I can't be like, hey guys, I went to TJ Maxx and found ten of these items for ten bucks and they're selling on Amazon for thirty five, because everybody, you know, if that video gets fifty thousand views, fifty thousand people are going to go to their TJ Maxx and look for that same item, and then even if only ten of them send in five units, I mean that creates instant competition for that listing. So it's, it's yeah. really hard to share Amazon information. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of people don't, when they make videos about Amazon, it's just like showing you how to send in FBA products or how to find a winning product, but they never tell you what the winning products are, you know? I will say um, that like retail arbitrage with Amazon is probably the best because you remember um, Bearded Picker, he did the video with the Mon Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah that he was listed. So he got one. And after he got one, he listed it on Amazon as merchant fulfilled. So he just went on there, found the listing. It's literally, you find the listing. And as long as you're approved, you just click sell this item in new condition. Cause it was brand new out of the store. And yeah. And then he put quantity of like 224 yeah. and yeah, before he, he even bought them, he was driving yeah. to the Walmarts, you know, and he was like, he was selling them as he was buying them in the Walmart. Like he listed as he had 65 available. No, and he sold Every time he walked and, out of a Walmart in that video, he's like, "Up, oh, just sold six more. Got to go to another Walmart. <laughs> what? That is crazy. crazy. Yeah. I think he, he drove, I think he drove like what, 700 miles and went to like, I don't know, like 40 he or 50 to, like, different Walmarts. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of Walmarts. So he, he made a broke, ton of He broke he the code. In four hours. So he broke the code. Like, like, did he get that, in trouble for it? Or? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just trend. And you just said, like, he found that item. He's like, okay, this item is selling on Amazon. There's not that many listed. They're only available at Walmart. It's a Walmart exclusive. You know, I found 10 and he was motivated. He just drove. He just drove and kept finding them. I think he made 
I think it was like twenty five hundred dollars in twenty four hours, like in profit on those. Wow. Uh, I mean, he made he, he said he made more on the video than he did selling. Yeah, that video well, his YouTube million. video has like over two million views on it now for that video. But he was paying nineteen ninety nine for them, and I think selling them for sixty nine ninety nine on Amazon or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. after fees and after fees and whatever else, all the how Amazon works, I think he was saying he was about doubling his money per unit he sold. The, the fees so. on Amazon are higher than any other any other place. But you also, like you said with Poshmark, you have to factor in what you're getting for that. Like no pictures. You can send it. I mean, the, the audience that Amazon has can't, yeah, you can't compare that to any other platform at all. So I mean, that, that's why I want to get into it. And again, I think it is best for retail arbitrage. That way you don't have to worry about, um, you know, the, the, the condition <laughs> of used items so much. Um, but if you're willing to put in the time, like I think you would be, Drew, um, you know, when I see Blake Knob, I mean, Blake Knobloch said he did it for a year and he, I think he, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars that he made from, from just like thrifting and selling on Amazon for a year. Um, so, and, and seeing the work he did, I can definitely see that as something you could get into, especially with your, like I said, the rock band stuff, the, the drums and stuff that's taking up space in your, your shed. If you found bigger deals and stuff that you could just send in Amazon FBA and get it out of your hair and just, even if it. I've had stuff that I sent in in February to Amazon FBA, which is just now selling in December. But I totally forgot about it because I sent it in, haven't seen it in so long, you know. So how yeah, how, pretty, how do you know how many list like how many how much stuff you sent in? Is there like a list of all your stuff? Like yeah, you can see your your inventory. Like once you can check on your shipments and stuff. Like it's, I mean, Amazon has videos on their website, like Amazon Seller Central. They'll have videos showing you how to do it. But you can like Reezy Resells has a bunch of videos about it. Um, Chaz from Side Hustle Pro or Network, he has like a four or five part series video about it. It's not, it's it's definitely more complicated than any other platform, but it's worth learning. And like I said, Drew, I don't know what happened with your account, but I really think it'd be worth figuring that out because I'm sure it's just a phone call when they'll just unlock it for you as long as you just verify who you are. You do have to put in like your your social and all that stuff. It's the same as you do with eBay for tax stuff. Um, but it, I mean, there's... You literally, it's and and now going to like the Amazon stores that I go to, all that stuff's coming from Amazon anyway. So I'm getting to the point now where I can find the items that are still in their Amazon packaging. Like they cover up the barcodes, so you have to like manually search it. But I I went on fill a bag day two weeks ago, and I was just finding like really small stuff that you know I'd scan it and it was selling on Amazon for like you know after fees. And Amazon will tell you you scan it, you can put in like your buy cost and your shipping to Amazon, which is super cheap. It's usually like. 25 50 cents a pound um so you, you could put in a dollar shipping it'll tell you this is how much you make like and you don't even price it you, you can like match the lowest price but most times people just let's all agree like the items i sent in last week um there's like four or five people selling the same thing but we've we've all set our items to the same price because if people realize if everybody tries to beat everybody else by a penny it'll eventually just get down to a penny you know it's the race to the bottom but uh, yeah I, I like it i really like amazon yeah, maybe that's something that I'll I'll push a little bit harder for next year and try to, you know, get get into now that I have my shed and I'll have things set up. I'll have a little bit more um, time since my inventory is better organized and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I just there there's just so much stuff with Amazon. You know, there's 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 I don't know I don't even know what they are, but like there's Amazon FBA and then there's like these guys selling the courses that teach you how to like buy products wholesale and then you know you buy 
$3,000 or 3,000 packages of gummy vitamins and you keep them in your garage and you sell them on Amazon and like, you know, I, I don't know. I see all these like guys offering these courses for Amazon and there, it just seems like there's so many different ways to win and sell on Amazon. Um, I know like even my friend Katie on Instagram, Katie Reads, she's like been really pushing me to sell books on Amazon. She's like, Drew, mm -hmm. all you got to do is scan them. You know, you get the scanner and you scan them, you put your headphones in and you get like two noises. One is that it's not a profitable book or one that it is a profitable book. And like your scanner will either light up red or light up green. And then you just take that book and you throw it in your cart and then you send them in, um, you know, and you can like set it to a certain amount of profit, you know, the scanner. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, that process is pretty easy. I mean, you have to have a Bluetooth scanner and like the app. Um, I forget what the app's called, but I think that app is like 30 bucks a month or so. I, think. Yeah, I downloaded I, the I free know. trial. I downloaded the free trial. I couldn't find any books that were profitable and I gave up yeah. after like two days. I can't either, dude. I had some guy comment on my video, one of my videos. He's like, you got to get into books, man. I'm making $5,000 a month selling used books on Amazon. I go to thrift stores two days a week. I'm like, I don't know what thrift stores you're going to, man, but I just... Like I went to a Salvation Army and I scanned probably 300 books and like all on Amazon and like the most expensive one was selling for like $4, like in profit after fees. I'm like, this just isn't worth it, dude. I could have been to five thrift stores by now. So I, I had better luck on like electronics, like especially like D, uh, um, DVD combo units and like VCRs and stuff. That's stuff like maximum dollar on, on FBA, like the Magnavox uh, DVD, uh, like the transferable one yeah. the recorders those sell on amazon i sold one of those for like 360 dollars or something like on ebay it would have went for maybe 240 you know yeah that's like, crazy a big difference for I, I know when it's i first started big. selling on ebay one of the things that got me selling dvd recorders was walter um walter noblock's videos about dvd combo units i was like well i don't have an amazon account set up but if he's selling these for amazon on amazon for 200 surely i can sell it on ebay for 100 and i started finding yeah. them and you know, he got me into those. And that and that's another thing too. Like those tend to take up a lot of space. So like last week, I think I had seven or eight just sitting in my garage for the last couple of months. So I just went through and tested them. I had like three or four that just didn't work. So I just tossed them. I'm not in the business of fixing VCRs. And then the other three I sent into FBA and they haven't sold yet, but at least they're out of my garage, you know? That's yeah, cool. You know, what's also not in your garage. That rock band set for $7 that you didn't pick up. Uh, yeah, but I have another rock band set in my garage that I still haven't tested. Haley's off Monday. And so I've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm just going to, I just need to get some stuff tested, like do the dirty work that I've been putting off. I just, I want to get all that out of the way before the first of the year. Let's get go, it, baby. baby. Let's get that Dude, stuff we can tested. Do a live, we can do a live listing. Dude, my problem Monday is night. like when I go live, I get so Monday caught up in like, the audience. Do, yeah, well, I do we need can, to. We can all go live on Monday on Joey's channel and do a live listing. And then that way you don't have to worry about the comments. That's Joey because he doesn't do any listings anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll go ahead and commit can we, just talk about, can we just talk about last Monday? Like, dude, <laughs> last I wasn't there, Monday. I, was sleeping, but I heard. Dude, last Monday, I don't know what happened, but I just went nuts. Like I was just screaming, like just so happy because Tim Osborne to thrift, um, he started it. He was just like, is this like a donating party? Like that was his like donation. And then like people were just donating after one of another. I just want to say thank you to everyone that donated. Like you didn't have to do that. 
but it actually like made my life like that's what i all i've ever wanted was to be like super happy like that like wow me and drew were just like bouncing off the walls drew could not literally like he couldn't yell because his whole family's sleeping so you see him banging his head on like priority boxes he's making like (laughs) like different like box eyes like dude it was so funny we had the, that was like the best night ever on youtube like i saw all the uh the instagram highlights that you posted on your story and it it did look like a really fun time i, I think i had one of those live streams where i think it was when i my ebay store got suspended and i got a couple super chats but people just kept buying stuff from my store yeah. i was like i please I, I sold like 46 or 47 items that day like it's crazy like it's so- it's so for those of you who don't know, Joey does a live listing every Monday night and I usually join it. And this particular Monday last week, I was having internet issues. I was having webcam issues. My screen was glitching. Like you could tell I was getting like really frustrated in the first like 15 minutes of Joey's live. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. This is so frustrating. And uh, I literally walked away to try to find an ethernet cable long enough to run directly from my wireless router to my computer to see if it would help. And in the process of that, I walked back in and my ethernet cable wasn't long enough by like six feet. I would have had to like, I it's a long story. Anyway, it would not reach. And I walk back in and Joey is losing it on the live. And I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like pissed off right now. And you're screaming. And there was like five super chats sent in. And then it just, wouldn't stop it was like fifty dollars twenty dollars ten dollars four ninety nine five ninety nine ten dollars and then i just like i was like okay you know what screw my internet i'm just gonna start being happy for joey and like it was i wasn't just like pretending to be happy i was like so surprised by what was going on because i was in the live when it was happening I just went immediately from being angry about my internet issues to like being so happy. And Joey was like, Drew, get a rock band guitar right now. And we both grabbed Guitar Hero guitars and like started pretending to rock out on the live. It was so crazy. But it was so much fun. Oh. Yeah, I, I saw, um, is it Anfisa? Far North Rift? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she posted on her Instagram story and she was like, like recording their screen of the chat and like while she was doing the story like somebody else super chat came in and she was just like like by herself you know at her home just like laughing she's like this is crazy this is so exciting like it's it's crazy this i'm showing you guys because we can see each other we have like a um, stream yard up so we can see each other but my parents came in and it was a live super chat my brother had a megaphone i'm like what is that and if you guys go back it's like in the middle of the live stream they came in and sent in the live super chat. And the funniest thing was there was two bills in there. So first I pulled out the $2 bill like this. I'll, I just thought it was a it was a $2 bill. I was like, what? This is crazy. And then my dad's like, no, there's more. And then I pulled out a $100 bill. Like I was like, what? So like that's when it got nuts. Like yeah, I went crazy. crazy. And uh, I wish I was. I wish I was awake because I totally would have super chatted you like a hundred bucks. If only, if only I was awake. What's was... even crazier is Joey's parents don't live at Joey's house. Like they live, yeah. they, they left their house, got in their car, drove to Joey's house and then knocked on the door. <laughs> Destiny opened it and they ran upstairs 
and screamed live super chat. <laughs> I did not know that, dude. That makes it even better. I yeah. thought they were just like visiting. No, dude, they they were just they came over, and that's why I was so surprised because I thought it was Destiny because it's just me and her. And then I hear my like my little brother. I'm like, no way. My grandma, my grandpa, my <laughs> sisters, my brother, my mom, my dad, they're all in the room. I'm like, dude, this is not happening right now. <laughs> and then the funniest thing is they left, they went home, and they donated me $100 again on the live chat. Dude, crazy. dude, it was the greatest night of my life, dude. I've never – my cheeks were hurting so bad because I just was smiling the whole time. Yeah. If you that guys are listening and you haven't seen that video, just to see how crazy we were going, go to Joey Bada Bing 22, his YouTube channel, and just look up his most recent, as of right now, his most recent um, live. I think he changed. I think you changed the title though, right? Like, yeah, I said the it. best listing live, like in eBay history or something like that. Yeah, and so search for that and and just like scroll through. It was, it started like in the first 20, 25 minutes. And then from there it, for like an hour, it just went nuts. So you guys have if to have, watch that. If it you have nothing, if you guys have nothing to do, like literally just listen to it. Like it's just, it was just amazing. It was too much fun. But yeah, thank you to all the resellers in the reselling community that supported. It was just, it was just crazy. There's no other words for it other than like crazy, insane, unbelievable it's just crazy <laughs> yeah and it, it's like i was saying man like when we a couple of podcast episodes ago when we were talking about if you should quit your job um I, I really think i mean you just have a great personality and people just want to support you and um yeah I, I somebody said you were like asking for money i was like joey was not asking no. for money it's just you know it just starts like that like people want to see people want to see good things happen to you you're a good dude People want to see you succeed, and if they can be a small part of that, you know, if you can, if you see a super chat train, and it just makes like oh, I'll give him five dollars. Let me just add. <laughs> Let me add. $10. It's fun to be a part of someone else's success if you enjoy seeing them. You know, so I, I think um, whenever you decide to make that jump into full time, like I, I really think you're going to see just a ton and a ton of support yeah. from the reselling community. Uh, coming your way even like i want i'm probably going to make another channel not even like about reselling i think i just want to make a channel of just me my energy like like coming seeing yeah. you guys or like just doing anything like i just feel like that would be such a fun channel to like just do whatever i want like i just feel yeah. like it just that's what i want with youtube but i love ebay reselling so much like i'm always gonna do it always but yeah being a youtuber <laughs> is just a special piece of my life. Like I just know it's going to, I'm going to be doing something different, but I'm definitely always going to be doing eBay reselling. Like I just enjoy the fact that you can go to a thrift store, garage sale, estate sale anywhere and literally just flip something for more profit. I just, it's just amazing how you can do that. You could title the channel, my energy. There's no YouTube channel from what I'm seeing. That's named my energy right now. Bro, funny. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. that says my energy what let's go oh my gosh i'm excited that's man like i'm so excited for the future like i just i just want to have fun like that's what life's supposed to be about not working nine to five now we're going back to like quitting my job <laughs> but uh you know it's just that's what life's about 
like just enjoying life and I just want to make people smile like how I did on Monday night. Like that's all I wanted. Like the money doesn't mean like anything to me. Like I just want to make someone smile. Literally, that's it. That's all I want. Well, that's awesome, Joey. We're really happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I'm just pouring Sorry, out my I, uh, life. Pouring out your life and and we're just speechless. Speechless. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm looking. I have my other screen pulled up here, and I'm trying to look for a new uh, desktop monitor. I was looking for some year-end tax write-offs, and um, there's actually some pretty interesting. Like, I don't want to talk about taxes, but there's some pretty interesting stuff you could get into. Um, I was talking to some pretty pretty high-end YouTubers and, uh, about it uh, in the YouTube space, like creative. Um, like when you start getting into videos and video creation as uh, as a business, there's some really creative write offs you can have with it. Um, I think the most interesting one is like the the I don't, I don't know for sure about this, but I've heard that there's like a pet modeling fee. So like if you have a, a pet that like you know is a star or a, a, a you know a character in your on your YouTube channel, like Moe's, my dog's in a lot of my videos, I could pay him a. A, you know, a salary, like a pet modeling fee. Cause there's pets that are in like dog food commercials and they get paid for that, you know? Um, so I, of course I'm not an accountant and this is not tax advice, but it's interesting to think about some, uh, some tax write-off, especially this time of year. So I was looking at spending some Christmas money and getting a new, a wider monitor for video editing, like one of the, the really, really long ones to see the whole video timeline. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. YouTube's fun. Dude. Like just having this as a business and, you know, reselling, like I love reselling, obviously, but uh, YouTube is just, it's a really interesting field to, to be in. Um, it's, it's something that I never thought I would be in. Um, I, I definitely never thought it would be as, as big for so many people. I think I saw a statistic the other day that there's like 80,000 people this year just in the video game category on YouTube have hit 100,000 subscribers. I'm like, that is, that's a lot of people oh, yeah. that, have, that have a lot of subscribers, you know, like back in the day, there was only a few famous YouTubers. And now like it's, there's people that are full-time YouTube with, you know, 20,000 subscribers, you yeah. know, depending on how they monetize their, their channel. Uh, and it's just, it's a crazy business, man. That it's, goes to show that you could do anything in this world, no matter what, no matter what it is, what, what your goals are. Um, you can do anything in this world. That's why I love YouTube. Cause it's, the, the name of YouTube is just so perfect. Cause it's about you and, um, mm -hmm. you can show, your your energy like i i just everything about you like even you josh like i just get so excited like today you posted a video i'm like dude let's go uh, drew posted okay. a video yesterday like i'm so excited to see my friends like succeed like you with your shed drew like i'm just so happy to see that you have all your inventory in there and like that's like you're so happy you put the carpet in there you're you're hanging from the rafters like it's just like your life is just so much mm -hmm. better now like and like it, it's just so cool to see the journey where you came what's that i'm gonna start doing pull-ups in my shed and by the end of next year i'm gonna be so buff you guys <laughs> recognize me. yeah so like dude it's just so cool to seeing like you guys succeed like it's just so cool like yeah. where you've come from like dude josh i subscribed to your channel like when you were like at 6,000 or like 7,000 subscribers, like that's so long ago. And just to see where you're at right now, like you're at 78,000 subscribers. It's like, yeah, man. wow, man. Like, it's just so cool. Like, 
I'm just amazed. I'm just like, it's just so cool. Like seeing where we go from, you know, the new year and how far yeah. you've come. And even you drew like the shed, like, and your YouTube channel, like it's just, everything is falling into place. I just can't wait to like monetize it more, you know, like even for yeah. me, you know, just get into it more. I mean, it, it, if you treat it like a business, like YouTube, you should, you should never get into YouTube, never, never start YouTube just for the money. But right. if you get into it to, to help people and, you know, become a person in the community to, you know, to provide people, whether that be with entertainment or education or a mixture of both, which is what I try to go, go for. Um, I mean, people will appreciate it. Um, I remember when I found uh, Matt Diavella, uh, he was at like 60,000 subs. The first time I saw him, I'm like, dude, this guy is great. Like, why does he only have, he's not a reseller. If you listen to the podcast, Matt Diavella makes like minimalism and like lifestyle videos, but they're very well done. They're like all like mini documentaries. So when I found him, like even this was like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And even at that time, like his videos were higher quality than most other videos that I'd seen. And I'm like, why is this guy only at 60,000 subs? And like last time, I'm pretty sure he hit a million like six months ago. I mean, and that was within the last, you know, two years. Um, Another one, Peter McKinnon, he's like a photography and videography channel. And he actually used to, he's a little bit older than me. I think he's like 32, 33, maybe. Um, but he worked at State Farm. Like he was like a customer service agent for State Farm. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, he'd always been doing photography and he like got fired one day. He's like, well, I guess I'll just try to do YouTube. And he won like breakout YouTuber of the year, like wow. two years ago. And now he's got three or four million subscribers. So it's just, there's so many people that I've, I've watched I've watched their lives unfold on YouTube, but they go from starting out, they go from this dark point in their life. And now it's become, you know, like their full-time job and like a, just a wonderful, wonderful thing in their life. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's very, very exciting for sure. Yep. It's very, it's very interesting to be like within the, the YouTube space because it's like, I feel like so many people watch YouTube videos and so many people go like, I need to start a YouTube channel. I need to start making YouTube videos, you know, and those people like always say it, but then they never do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once you just start doing it, it's like you, when you make YouTube videos, I mean, yet, like Josh said, you're not making money for the, for quite a while. You know what I mean? Even when you hit a thousand subscribers, you got to get 4,000 hours of watch time, you know, and there's a lot of factors that go into starting to, to be monetized. And then even once you're past that, you could put out a video and it could only make you 28 cents if you don't get the views and the watch time, you know? So it takes yeah. a long time to get there. But I think that like where a lot of people find happiness with YouTube is the fact that, you know, you can make money from it and you can do it at your own pace and at your own schedule. So like nobody's forcing you to upload five videos a week. Nobody's forcing you to, you know, buy $8,000 worth of camera equipment. You can literally like me as of right now, make videos from your phone, you know, or then you can do GoPro, you can do like all these different, you can upgrade your mic quality, you can, you know, use different editing software, but like, it's all at your own pace. And to anybody who's listening that is afraid of like what people are going to think of them, like how they look or how their videos are going to come out, everybody thinks that. Um, when they first start and you just have to put out your first video, like everybody's first video is always their worst video, you know, just do it mm -hmm. 
and get it over with because the first video is going to be the most embarrassing, the most cringy, the most everything, you know, and just get that first video out there, whatever you do, like Anfisa, Far North Thrift, you know, we mentioned her earlier. She does a lot of thrifting and reselling, but she also lives in Alaska and she's got like chickens on her farm and she, not farm, but on her property. And it's like frozen lakes and creeks and like she's got so much cool stuff she could make. So, yeah, um, I think yeah, it's important to like in the in the reselling niche, like, I mean, it's obviously important to provide people with reselling content, but I think people are curious about your life as well. Um, that's why I think, you know, guys like Lonnie has had such success with like the vlogs because they're short and simple, but he's just himself, you know, he doesn't try to be anybody he's not. And I think that's why people resonate with him so much. And right. you know, back in the day, he used to post a little bit more about his personal life. I think they used to talk about his like trivia nights and things like that. Um, but, uh, I don't know people just like, I think with Anfisa, like her big draw is like, she's a reseller, but she also provides like that, that vlog experience of being in Alaska, which is something that very few resellers probably can relate with, you know, like they're just so interested in that. So just find something yeah. in your life that's interesting and like mention it a little bit, you know, in some of your videos, let people get to know you as a person, not just you as a reseller. And I think that's how people can, you know, grow to like you more on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, or you could be like, you know, Tim Osborne, the thrift who has like a $52,000 90 day total. And his, yeah. his, his 90 day total is so high that people are like, what the heck are you selling? You know, yeah, and you know, and getting and he just finished college, like that yes. whole the last ninety days. He's been a full time college student and wow. still selling fifty two thousand dollars. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, he's insane, man. I I really really enjoy him and uh, his personality. He's super friendly, and him and I like are kind of troll each other. Like we both keep saying we want to do like a. A, U, a reseller, you know, boxing match, kind of like what Logan Paul and Jake Paul are doing. Like we want to, you know, box each other for YouTube beef and, you know, just to get views and stuff. But, you know, it's just yeah. jokes, but he's just really a great guy. And his wife does like these insane cosplay outfits and stuff. And I've been trying to get him to make videos about it, like within his channel, like, you know, yeah. cause it's just something cool about it. growing too though. Like he just started yeah. his channel. He's already like seven or 800 subscribers, like within yeah. a month, I feel like. That's crazy. Joey, you're you're muted. Joey's talking, but we can't hear him. Sorry. I was sniffling. What were you saying? I was sniffling, but um no, I was saying that Tim, I, I feel like he's gonna blow up next. Um he's he's definitely putting out some good content and just he's just such an awesome dude. I can't wait to see him grow. Yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, boys. Well, we we're at an hour and eleven minutes. Wow. And I feel like this is a pretty good uh I feel like this is a pretty good episode. Yeah. Got his, got any uh, final thoughts? Um, make sure well, you take we your medicine. Yeah, you go take, ahead, Joey. Take your vitamins because I'm sick and it's cold outside. And I live in Florida and it's like 40 degrees outside and I'm sick. But, um, but he's still going to ride a scooter I'm tomorrow. still going to ride my scooter. Destiny told me I have to lay down all day tomorrow. But that's not going to happen. We have to list. <laughs> we have to ship. And we have to ride my scooter tomorrow. So um, I hope everyone's having a great weekend. I'm coming here up on Monday. I'm sure it's going to be dropping. So get your uh, your packages out, and um, I'll I'll deliver them them for you. So <laughs> your local yeah. mailman. Uh, final parting words for me. I'm actually trying to pull up the calendar here because I don't think we're going to have another podcast before the end of the year. Um, because yeah, the and my 20- birthday's coming. Yeah. So happy birthday, Joey. He's going to be eight. <laughs> 
And, uh, <laughs> um, but to anybody who's listening, thank you for supporting us so far this year, as this is our 10th episode. We hope you have a safe and happy new year. 2021 is going to be the best year we've all ever had. So let's get it. Let's grind. Let's hustle. Let's list. Let's get on Amazon and let's make some cheddar. <laughs> make some cheddar. Make that bread. Well, talk to you next time. Bread. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like this episode, be sure to go over to our YouTube channel, Triple Thrift Podcast over there, and give that video version of the audio file a like and uh, drop a comment over there if you have, ever have any feedback. Uh, we do want to start incorporating some more like viewer questions and comments. So if you guys have a, a topic or a question you guys like would like us to answer or talk about here on the channel, you can drop a comment on that YouTube version of the video. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast tonight. We greatly appreciate your time. And we'll catch you next week. See ya. Love you so much. <laughs>